Hey everybody, before we get started, I wanted to give a brief disclaimer on this particular episode of Make Mine Mayday. This one is a little rough to listen to at times because of the audio issues that we were having with Kelly. Kelly was remote. We do explain this at the beginning of the episode, but I wanted to kind of give an explanation here to our audio listeners. And as the time of your listening to this, this is the latest episode of Make My Mayday. So thanks for listening, you, the audio listener. We always appreciate it. Of course, if you want to get these audio episodes early, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash Network. Become a Patreon subscriber and we got some more exclusive goodies coming your way just for patrons on patreon.com slash spidey dude network so really really excited about it thank you for listening you audio listener and if you want to check out our other shows on the network we've got asm classics about to wrap up season one season two coming out later on this year clone saga chronicles gonna be wrapping its show up very very soon the forgotten era gonna be coming later on this year later on probably this fall is when that's going to be coming out we got of course not only the forgotten era but we've also got season two of amazing spider-man classes coming out very soon this show make my mayday going to continue on its semi-weekly updates we're taking a bit of a hiatus during the month of june but uh coming back in july stronger than ever of course we also have our other shows like Spidey Dude Experience, coming out every time an issue of Amazing Spider-Man is out. There'll be a bit of a hiatus a little bit in June. We'll have a couple, only a couple episodes in June. But uh, yeah, check that out on your favorite podcatcher. Speaking of podcatchers, if you like us, be sure to leave us a review, whether you're using Podcast Addict or Stitcher or whatever, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. They're available all there. They're all there for you to be able to listen to. So if you like this show, be sure to leave us a review. Be sure to give us a like, a share, and subscribe. Be sure to let people know you like this show. Spread the word as we continue to grow this program. And once again, I want to thank Kelly McDaniel for her participation and her creation of co-creation of this show with me. And we will get this one started. Episode 17 of Make My Mayday. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Make Mine Mayday, the show all about Mayday and her world. This episode, we're going to be covering issues 44 through 48. And want to give a special shout out to our friends, our Patreons at patreon.com slash Spidey Network. Vinkman and Scott, thank you guys for your support of this show. If you want to check out all our other fine shows here on the Spidey Dude Radio Network, be sure to check out shows like Clone Saga Chronicles, Spectacular Radio, this show, Make My Mayday, as well as Spectacular Radio just completed that and the upcoming Voices from the Eerie uh, Gargoyles podcast that's coming out very soon. Really excited about that. And of course, I uh, want to introduce myself and Kelly. Hello. Kelly is I'm Kelly's in my on car. mobile. Yes. <laughs> and now I'm unmuted. Yeah, I am I am in my car because I slightly double booked myself. So uh, just slightly. Like it's only by like 20 minutes hopefully but <laughs> yeah if that so just, just to make sure i could do both things i i am sitting in my car i uh, i as somebody that has done i'm not driving though i swear yeah yeah no she's not driving she's part she's not stupid like me i've actually done it while driving 
uh, like a foolish idiot. Um, but <laughs> those were audio only shows. So we get to see yeah. Kelly. But if Kelly starts getting wonky on her video, then she'll then, she'll bow out. Then, then you will see this. You'll see you'll see Spider Girl. It looks like Spider Girl's talking. Yeah. So. So yeah. Um, got some fancy new graphics too. Let us know what you think about that. For those that are listening to the audio version of the show, I uh, want to give a brief shout out and say, hey, sorry, we're going to be making some references to visual aids, uh, likely, and so please apologize for that. Be sure to check us out on YouTube. Facebook and Twitter where we are simulcasting these episodes live. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's kind of my intro. Kelly, we got some housekeeping we need to handle right quick. Uh, well, uh, so the only thing I've got is just, we probably do want to discuss how May is going to go. Obviously it is the month of May and we want to keep our weekly schedule, but real life, just, you know, in that Parker Luck kind of way yep. is kind of getting on us where we might not be able to, to do things. Um, right now, it is up to uh, what Zach can do because he does have his new job. I'm yeah. trying my best to keep it on Fridays. Uh, but there is, I think, next week we're going to do Saturday because I'm going to go home. Uh, I have a step-niece who's graduating high school and my mom's birthday. And of course, Gabe finished my nephew finished kindergarten and you know, that's important. So yeah. I'm going to go home and see them now that we're all vaccinated. So we are going to do Saturday there since Friday, I will be driving. Yep. And um, that I, I cannot be. do. I cannot drive and read my notes at the same time. I do not feel safe. Sorry guys. Listen, <laughs> You know, uh, auto driving cars are not there yet. Okay. I mean, look, look, if I had a Tesla, we'd try it out, but I don't have Tesla money. So, and I don't have Bitcoin. Should have probably well, invested in it, but I didn't. So, well, a after Elon Musk this week, I think he, he kind of, he kind of said they weren't going to take Bitcoin anymore as a form of payment. So, so. so <laughs> they're not right now, but they will. They're just trying to figure out other Bitcoin options that reduce power consumption. Okay, yeah. Hi, Brooke. You're cutting in it. Yeah, you broke I up. He's saying that we snuck this episode in. We do this weekly. Oh, I broke up. Um, can you hear me? I can hear you, but it's can it's it's getting it's getting real audio technical. No. Really, it's really bad. Yeah, it's bad. Hold on. How much I need this may make my mayday right better? now. Oh, yeah, it's better. Uh, yes. Okay, cool. Oh. I put it on default, but still my Bluetooth headset because you can't hear hear the guy in the the drive-in playing his bluegrass yeah he's playing some bluegrass rap right <laughs> only only in georgia it, well, no it was, it was a rap yeah it was a bluegrass so it was a rap cover first and now this is just straight up bluegrass uh so there was a guy 
All right, so I'm I'm in I'm in a theater parking lot. They've got a drive-in going, and I guess for their pre-show is just some guy with like his little keyboard and his guitar. And I'm just making sure you guys don't hear him. He sounds fine, but it might be a little distracting. <laughs> oh, hey, listen, I I ordered I ordered Whataburger once on Crawlspace, so I can't even be like, I'm not mad. I find it entertaining. So. Um, okay. Look, I wasn't intending, like, the original plan was I'd have enough time, but then I forgot that, you know, COVID doesn't exist anymore in Georgia, apparently. So, here we are. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, anyway I'm, I'm here to make sure that I'm here on time, um, and we'll be all right. So, as long as it's better than good. So, yeah, and yeah. if she has to go off, if, if she has to go off video, then that's what she'll do. So, um, yeah, yeah, the only there is. Do you want to mention that that other podcast doing a Spider Girl View show, or do you want to wait? Well, this is this. Let's uh, let's wait. We will discuss this at the end of the month along with uh, the cast on Strike because I have idea but the three the three podcasts uh, coming together for something very hopefully if not in june and july yeah because we're supposed to be taking a break in june but we do have an announcement for the anniversary show which will be in june and then uh I'm hoping we can announce something fun there and maybe have a special episode with all of us together talking yep. about MC2 stuff. So we will figure that out when we get to it. Uh, I just haven't yeah. like reached out and worked out plans yet. So yeah, mm -hmm. so we'll, we'll wait. Okay. But there is apparently another Spider-Girl show called Ultim Off Ultimate Spider-Cast with Lilith Hellfire and Lightning EP. The handle and keep tagging me whenever they do the episode. So there is another Spider Girl show out there. There's two now. We started yeah. something. We, we started a trend. So uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that definitely later. And we're going to definitely talk about um, as well the. Uh, There'll be some other things coming up soon. Um, like I say, the schedule is going to be kind of wonky. We'll have, we'll definitely talk about that more next next episode uh, about how June's going to work and everything like that. But yeah, okay, uh, yeah. Uh, on our on our anniversary, June seventeenth, we're going to be doing a uh, a live special extravaganza. Uh, so really excited about that. Yes. And, and uh, so yeah, um, okay. So we'll have a review later on the show as well. Somebody left us a very nice review and I wanted to uh, acknowledge that here off the top. So, okay. We're going to start with issue 44, which is one of my favorite covers of all time because, mm -hmm. well, it's got, it's got Scarlet Spider on it. Um, it says mm -hmm. return of the Scarlet Spider. Da -da -dum. I didn't do it. I thought about doing that, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Cause I don't want to break this call. All right. So the, I'm going to be doing the breakdown for issue 44 and issue 45. Um, so. Uh, and I get 46 and 47. Cause yeah, there's, so. norm, there's a normie scene and a Franklin scene. 
<laughs> exactly. All right. So our issue opens. Really great, guys. Our issue opens with Maze. She's getting a new batch Today of web fluid from her from her dad, Peter Parker. He's chastising her for not focusing and waiting too long to get the replacement cartridges to him. This means uh, he briefly then mentions that maybe he, since his design, her design is based off of her uncle Ben's version of web shooters, maybe adding stingers and impact webbing. This briefly excites May as she tells Peter how cool it would be for him to do that for her. But then Peter deciding to just double down, just begins to chastise her really hard for making mistakes. And this kind of makes Mayday lash out at her. Um, she asks if Peter screwed up. While he was Spider-Man, Peter retorts that he was, quote, absolutely perfect. <sighs> Mayday then walks off in a huff while Mary Jane and Peter have a big laugh over what he just said because it obviously was not the truth. We have a brief scene with the Warriors. They're meeting up at a warehouse discussing Mayday's future with the team and how if she's a team player and whether or not she's going to be able to work with everybody. And they're going back and forth. Dark devil is here. It's you got the lady Hawks, green goblin, uh, uh, dark devil, obviously Brenda is there Raptor and, um, yeah. And the buzz. And so they're all going back and forth and, and the buzz, you know, pretty much says he doesn't want her on the, on the team. While Dark Devil kind of points out, look, everybody here except for the Green Goblin is a wanted criminal of some sort. And, you know, that Mayday maybe no, has... No, it, it wasn't the Green Goblin. It was Lady Hawk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. And, and, and you know, Lady Hawk goes, look, she cuts us, she's cut me some slack. She's always treating me well. And that's when Green Goblin was like, well, maybe she's just not a team player. And that's the only scene we get with this. So this will this will definitely be picked up later on uh, in a future issue. So, um, meanwhile, back at school, uh, Mayday talks with Courtney and DeVita about the Moose-Jimmy-Brad triangle of testosterone and what, how the fallout of all that. Mayday's, you know, had so much going on, she almost forgot about it. But uh, we find out from DeVita that another locker had been robbed and that uh, this is the fourth one that's been robbed uh, since this whole thing started. So Mayday's kind of wondering what uh, she needs to do. Meanwhile, we cut to an electronic store where we meet Charlie Phillips, an inventor who has invented a harness that harnesses magnet, uh, basically gives him Magneto-like powers. He's talking about, oh, I want to be like a updated version of Magneto only without the bad attitude and wonky mullet. So, which in that helmet, you would have to have a mullet if you're going to have one here. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Uh, we then cut back to the school where Davida and Mayday are talking about, of course, boys and the, you know, the valuables in the locker when Peter shows up and Mayday immediately is like, what's wrong? I don't know what's wrong. So, um, is the baby's, you know, something wrong with the baby? And Peter's like, look, I just want to take you out to lunch. So that they needed to talk. And it's at this point that Peter comes completely clean. Um, and they, he talks about, you know, that he really wasn't honest with her earlier, that he had made a lot of mistakes when he was, a, when he was a superhero. And then he goes into a full fledged readers, readers digest for, version of Peter Parker's origin story. Um, we learn obviously about how he had his uncle, aunt May and uncle Ben, he got bit by the spider, the burglar, uh, burglarizes uh, the event. And Peter lets him go away 
And obviously this the same burglar ends up killing uncle Ben. So, um, you know, most of Mayday's life, she's heard the lessons about responsibility and power, but always assumed that it was talking about cops or law, you know, and law enforcement and politicians. But it, you know, and then he talks about, he says specifically that, that people like them, people with powers, have a greater responsibility. And that's why he's been so hard on her. So this is a much needed heart to heart between the two. And so Peter's like, look, there's, if there's anything you want to know, just ask. And that's when she decides to ask but finally asked the question about her uncle Ben cut back to the school Matt, uh, Brad and Moose are having an argument because of course, Moose backed out and decided not to fight Jimmy and trying to settle this, you know, with words, not, not fists. Brad is of course feeling betrayed. He doesn't want to hear it. And so during this whole exchange, Courtney overhears it overhears this argument. And she's like, she asks if Moose is okay, but Moose is like, look, Brad's eventually going to come around to his thinking. And he goes, you know what? I just did what Spider-Girl uh, would have done. This kind of makes Courtney go, well, I, I didn't realize you were thinking of her, but that's when he goes, take these. Then he's like, let's figure out these locker thefts together because you're my girl, aren't you? And that, of course, makes Courtney, uh, this raises her spirits. So back at, Back at the costume shop, um, Charlie is uh, trying to pick up his costume because he had the costume design at this costume shop, and it's kind of hysterical. It's got a, like a, a, a like an old school magnet with the with the two ends, and of course, he's you know they only take cash or credit card, and Charlie's like, "Well, do you can you take a check?" The guy's like, "No." And so for $138.27, which is an oddly specific price, uh, the guy says, I can't give this to you. And so Charlie gets a little mad, and that's when he starts wrecking the shop. So we cut back to Peter talking about Ben. And this is where we get, um, they're sitting in Central Park, and goes. he also goes into a very Reader's Digest version of the events of Ben Riley's life. Peter tends to gloss over some things to try to explain the relationship with Peter and Ben. It's here that Peter then tells her that when they found out they were having a baby, Peter had given up being Spider-Man. This is the first time May has heard anything about Peter giving up the webs. And so also Mayday kind of freaks out and goes, what? You? How did my uncle have spider powers? And so Peter kind of glosses over the whole clone thing. And so, you know, Peter then tells her that, look, I, when I quit, it wasn't the first time it wasn't the last. So Peter, you know, Mayday realizes it's all about the responsibility thing. That's why he kept going. He kept going back to being Spider-Man. Uh, we then have a brief scene where Riley and Brenda are talking about Brenda's options. It doesn't look like, it's very good uh, that they're going to ask for jail time, but uh, Riley then remarks he's going to do his best, Mr. Drago, because he can be very tenacious. So, um, back meanwhile, back at the park, uh, Mayday asks what happened with Ben's death. Mayday is shocked to find out that the Green Goblin was involved, um, and he, Peter also tell. Uh, it's it's also here where Peter tells May that he's reminded of Ben inside the webs when he sees her out as Spider Girl. Um, so 
Mayday is, you know, still struggling over the guilt of the whole funny face, angel face situation throughout this entire issue. And she's just trying to remain positive. She's got to run back to school. Um, Peter senses that there's something that Mayday needs to tell her, but he she just doesn't yet. So Peter kind of starts, the gears start turning. He starts thinking about some things. Mayday is walking back to, back to school and kind of going, does he know, does he not know that she's hiding something? And of course the police start driving by and that's when Mayday then grabs her costume and jumps in the costume. So (laughs) the police are like, dude, release the hostage because Charlie doesn't realize that he, (laughs) that he is now kept the hostage by keeping the owner of the store in there. So Mayday shows up and Mayday sits there and, and talks to him and says, look, I know you've had a bad day. Sounds like you've had a bad day, but listen, you meant you've screwed up. Um, Convince Charlie. She convinces Charlie that he needs to take ownership of his actions and admit that he screwed up. Charlie then gives himself up to the police. Mayday heads back to school, and items are uh, and places her items in the locker before a mysterious person is hiding in the shadows. Oh boy! Meanwhile, Peter goes to the headquarters of the Fantastic Five, where he meets with Johnny Storm, and Peter says that he feels like it is time. For Spider-Man to don his webs again. Our final scene of the issue ends with Mayday and DeVita going back to the locker and Mayday realizing that her bag has been stolen and somebody has her Spider-Girl costume in hand. The end for now. And that's the end of issue 44. So, Kelly, what is thoughts right, on this particular so one, Can you guys see me? Yes. Okay. Can you guys see me? I'm moving around because it's frozen for me because that's what mobile does. We knew that. Yeah. So just making sure. And y'all can hear me okay. Yes. Okay. We can hear you fine. Good. I'm going to mute. <laughs> okay. No, I'm trying to find my notes. All right. There we go. So one, when when is 15 an adult, Peter? Come on. Um, also, I feel really bad for me about that fight, but it is funny because I like Peter as a dad like this because he isn't perfect and he would be that dad that would put his foot in his mouth and kind of, you know, pretend that he's a lot better than he really is. Parents aren't perfect. Um, And then I, you know, in my notes, I have a a dig at renew your vows, but anyway. um, And then, you know, also about the bit, I, the bin thing, I agree. Like, I know the fan theory is that he's hiding the clone thing from her. And I agree because especially later on, but from the way this is. Uh Oh, I think we lost Kelly. Jello. Excuse me. Yeah, we, yeah, we lost. Hey. You. Yeah. The last okay, thing we so said. I, this is where I brought the laptop. Ah. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. It's a little ah, static. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, great. Okay. Cool. One. <laughs> Get on there. Two, I'm trying to turn on my laptop so I can get my notes, but 
Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do my notes. This is not working mobile only. Yeah, do your notes while I'm trying to figure this out. Okay, all right. So briefly, uh, I'll say mine. Uh, ben, I loved the, Ben's, the Ben Riley things. I never understood why he would not explain the clones, especially related to Kane and to, um, to the, how the relation between Kane and Ben are. Given that he she's already met Kane, it would have been prudent for him to kind of explain that connection. But I kind of also understand that in this context, this is supposed to signify the evolution of their relationship. You know, for a long time, they've had these walls that they've built up between each other. And there's a lot of things that have been unsaid that if Peter had kind of been up front with things and kind of explained why he's been so hard on her, this is kind of the thawing of that relationship. Also, I, I want to note, this is kind of a minor thing, but as a Clone Saga fan, I feel like I should note this, but this is the first mentioning explicitly of the clone saga since the Spider-Man reboot of 1999. So this was 2002. I forgot to say what they came out, came out on February 6th, 2002 cover date, April to Oh two. So it'd been about three years since we had any explicit mentions of the clone saga. The last thing time we saw any clone were characters was uh, when Kane escaped and Thunderbolts, and then had the brief inter interaction with the Scryers. Um, that was in the Tom DeFalco Amazing Run. Other than that, there had not been a single mentioning of clones. In fact, there was a whole bit whenever Ezekiel came back that somebody asked if Ezekiel might be a clone. And they specifically said in the letters page, clone-free zone. So there's like this unspoken embargo that occurred after the saga. There was only a few mentions really here, from, here and there. Like it was kind of taboo. The only person that really talked about like clone related things was DeFalco a little bit as well as Todd DeZago. Howard Mackey never hardly mentioned it. Uh, DeMatteis really didn't mention it much either. So I was glad to see this when I did back in the day when I saw this cover, I knew I had to eventually find it. And so before I used the internet to get it, I uh, was eagerly anticipating it. And then I had this also in digest form. And when I got the digest of it, uh, I this was the first issue I had to read. I, I like skipped the rest of the digest. Um, also, want to note, if you're following along, we are finishing up digest number eight with this particular issue. Uh, so like I say, I, I love that Mayday can talk a guy down without punching him. This is a very rare thing in superhero comics. It yeah. doesn't happen very often and so the fact that she can talk a guy down who is obviously freaking out he doesn't want to fight uh she's like look just don't take ownership for your mistakes and she's not only is she talking to the to the villain and i'm using air quotes here but she's also talking to herself and so there's this the, the, the again the internal struggle that occurs throughout the entire issue about the the funny face angel face uh treaty unspoken treaty uh, where they would leave and never, never to return. As if you haven't been following along, this is your first episode. It's what we talked about last it, last episode, and so that was also the reasoning for the warriors kind of getting together and going, "Look, can Mayday handle this?" Because they kind of felt a little betrayed. So, um, yeah. So, Kelly, are you back? I think. Like, can you guys hear me? Yes, I can hear you fine. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, can cool. You hear me? Uh, so okay. I can hear you. I am trying my best to 
get on the internet because apparently my laptop decided it needed to reboot. Uh, so that's fun. It's fine. We'll figure this out. Um, in the meantime, let's see if I can finish my notes through mobile. Uh, but where did I cut out? Do you remember? And I'm gone. All right, cool. Oh, no. What the? What in the world happened? Hey, guys. Sorry. Let me uh, fix this right quick. Gosh, I need, I'm going to have to edit this. Oh, no. That was weird. Okay, am I back? You are back. I can Let's see you. I am back. All right. Alrighty. So, <laughs> okay. you, let's uh, try last... this again. Yeah, just go ahead and just start off, off over the top. Okay, yeah. So sorry, guys. But anyway, I mean, my notes are just... I, I like Peter being this dad. That's not always right in what he says and kind of is hot headed and, you know, isn't perfect by any means. Um, I just think that it's a lot of fun, it's funnier, uh, but it also feels a lot like the Pete we know, the Pete that takes responsibility seriously to be, you know, to be that. Sorry, guys. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's fine. It's just working through mobile is not great. And then uh, I brought my work laptop, which has been having problems. So, of course, it decided to reboot. Uh, but, yeah, that's uh, my thing. And then also, Mr. Slatery, who punishes anyone with The Hobbit? Like, that's not really <laughs> a punishment. I get that it's long. Like, it's a very long read. And I we have no clue about the paper, like, what the paper was supposed to be about. So maybe that's the punishment. But at the same time, it's like, who decides to punish somebody by making them read The Hobbit? Just, yeah, that's uh, not listen. a punishment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's not. <laughs> yeah, you can also tell this was coming out. Uh, Lord of the Rings was about to come. It came out in 01, December of '01, so it only been a few months. So I'm sure that that kind of infiltrated the brain of Tafalco as he's writing these issues. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's not a punishment. My dad is like a <laughs> yeah. huge Tolkien fan. So like that would be, he'd be like, yes, thank you, please. So. Yeah. I okay. mean, well, even, even Mesa, while I'm looking for an excuse. Great. But like, it's so, it's so silly. I was just like, you need some kind of long book, but like the Hobbit. Who doesn't like the Hobbit? Yeah, that's crazy. All right, uh, Vinkman has a comment. Says one okay. of great. I'm getting internet back. Okay, one of Mayday's greatest okay. qualities is anyway. is her ability to communicate with people and help them come to an understanding. Uh, Vinkman also says he thought he was having a rough day. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> like I said, it, it's fine. I'm. Uh, I've got. I've got some free Wi-Fi, 
science, we don't have to switch over. So I think we're good. As long okay. as I'm looking over. Okay. All right. She is. Oh, man. Got Leo Mobile. All right. Yeah, you cut out. Man. Yeah. Uh, I don't have yeah, much left. Not again. I know. Hey. Uh, oh, poor, and I poor. Honestly. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Okay. okay. So, uh, I think Kelly. We're good. I think okay. We're okay. Okay. I'm going to start working on 45. And do the re and do the recap yes. at forty five. Let's move. Yeah, let's move for twenty because it's a little bit further. Homework is not submitted. Okay. All right. Let me. Uh, all right. So I'm going to start on forty five. And all right, issue forty five is titled "Secret Lives." Came out on. May 6th, 2002. Where's Kelly? All right, Kelly's maybe back. All right. So May 6th, 2002, or March, excuse me, March 6th, 2002. Cover date of May of 2002. So Secret Lives is the title, written by Tom DeFalco and uh, Pat Olive did the script plot and the pencils. Al Williamson's the anchor, John Workman's the letterer. So we open with the issue with... Mayday kind of being at school and, and everybody's kind of, she feels like everybody's staring at her. Meanwhile, she has some floating heads of guilt that are kind of surrounding her. And as a result, she opens her locker and it says, there's a note taped to it. And it says, I know your secret. So we have a uh, Ralphie, Ralphie and turtle. And they're like, Oh, you okay, Parker. And of course, she's kind of shaken up by the whole thing. Looks like she's seen a ghost. That's when Felicity shows up and's like, um, she goes, Felicity, I didn't sense you behind me. She's like, I, I can be quiet as a cat when I want. Want, want. So, uh, May asks Felicity how she found out that she got raw. Look, I can hear you. So, um, we have, uh, Courtney and Moose show up and they're asking how things are going. So, um, Courtney seems to think that Felicity is the one busting into people's lockers. Uh, Moose doesn't agree. doesn't believe, um, believe it was her. He thinks that it was, of course, it was Ralphie and, and, uh, and turtle. So, uh, but may intends to find out what's going on. So. May starts uh, asking around and uh, finds out what was stolen in the locker, and she's kind of doing her own investigation. Apparently, there were some personal things that everybody was talking about, which kind of makes them uncomfortable. They don't want to talk about these things. Uh, we then cut to speaking of the Hardys, we got uh, we got Felicia. She's back having a, a lunch date or coffee with Mary Jane. They're kind of talking about how things are going and how 
it is raising daughters. And so Mary Jane's, talk, Mary Jane's like, trust me that she's no angel. So <laughs> Mayday then uh, goes to, to the website and is talking with Normie. Uh, <laughs> he's like, you lost your spider costume? Your dad's going to flip out. And uh, when he finds out, so needless to say, take that off right quick. Uh, all right, we got Kelly back. Kelly, you back? Hopefully. All okay. right. Okay. So, hey, quick question: Is the background noise too bad? Because I basically just got on the laptop. Um, I heard it briefly. It's not terrible, but you might mute. I'm gonna mute. Yeah, sorry, guys. Okay. I don't know what's going on with my phone, though. That is weird. Yeah. So, um, basically, uh, you know, she's going back and forth talking with Normie about how she's going to be able to, you know, do about her secret identity and costume. So we then cut to to Moose and Courtney, and they're following Felicity, and so uh, she ends up ducking out. Now, Normie says about that costume situation, she, he then directs her to the spider shop. This is the first appearance of the spider shop. So we then have the very helpful sales clerk, and she's like, uh, she's trying to be very helpful. We then see Heather. That's right. Heather is at spider shop. Um, and Mayday goes, you're not, you're a spider fan. She's like, Oh no, it's not for myself. It's for my younger cousin. Then she bolts out of there. So, um, yeah, uh, that, that was a pretty funny scene. So we then cut to the fantastic fives headquarters where we have, uh, the Big Brain and Johnny Storm, the Human Torch, uh, helping Peter out. And they're working on designing the bionic leg that uh, he would use to obviously uh, become Spider-Man again, as, for, as from last issue. We then have Mayday, who is who then spots Turtle Ragone. And <laughs> eventually, Turtle Ragone gets snatched up by Spider-Girl? So, um, yeah, and this, this spider girl used a rope to capture, uh, the assailant Mayday then helps him out. And so, uh, <laughs> Mayday goes, this girl called you by name. You sure you don't want to talk about this situation? And so of course, turtle leaves kind of hanging his head in shame. So, Courtney seems to continue to think that all the clues point to Felicity Hardy Hardy. So of course, then Mayday has her bag returned to her. And um, of course the backpacks back everything except the costume, but you have a note says meet me on yesterday's roof after school. So uh, needless to say, this person's like, I assume you want to get your costume back. And it's revealed that the girl in the costume is Felicity. So obviously, um, she's like, it's about time you guess, especially after all the clues I lobbed in your direction. I assume you make the black cat connection. So then she goes, mind telling me why you robbed everybody? And she goes, I didn't rob. I solved the case. So 
again, this brief thing goes. And so, uh, Mr. Slattery is back at school and he's like, look, Theodore confessed it early this morning. The principal's already spoken with his parents. And so, uh, my one of my favorite lies by Slattery, though, in this issue, Theodore Aragon. Although I believe you people call him Turtle for some ungodly reason, <laughs> I was like, yes, I have never related more to a band uh, or to a principal than than that one comment. So obviously, this shocks Moose and Wait, Courtney. wait, wait, wait! Is he is he the principal and the English teacher? I think he's assistant principal and English teacher. I think oh, he's okay. the, yeah, I think he does both. All right. Um, so, because I, I think they specifically say he's the assistant, not the actual principal. Okay. Uh, so, uh, that causes Courtney to go um, see Ralphie, and <laughs> uh, so uh, it all started, and then they kind of confesses. He goes, it all started off as a joke. He caught sight of, of a costume in some girl's locker, and he thought accidentally he'd accidentally discovered Spider-Girl's secret identity until he, he noticed the Taiwan label. Womp womp. So they started checking out a few more lockers. You'd be surprised how many uh, spider paraffin people had spider paraphernalia. He <laughs> um, intended to return it and play the big hero. So, yeah, needless to say, it was a ploy to meet girls. And that's, <laughs> I love that Courtney goes, just immediately looks at Moose, <laughs> which kind of makes me laugh. Well, uh, I, mean, I have a horrible. Not uh, not necessarily PG, but very, very of high school idea of what Heather was doing in that shop, knowing the fact that her her boyfriend is Jimmy. Oh, no. Just saying. Oh, no. Sorry, so... guys. We, I made that joke earlier today, but like, <laughs> you know, what they do on their own time is their time. Um, but, you know, it's. It's awkward, and then it's awkward about how many people apparently just had random spider suits in their backpacks at the school. Yeah, it is very odd. So <laughs> we lot. have like why? <laughs> so we have two more scenes, uh, basically in this left in this issue. Basically, Felicity <laughs> is using using this this uh, this opportunity to can try to convince mayday adopt her as a partner uh mayday then gets a phone call it's stinger and hey uh she gets told angel face uh funny face and angel face are still quite active they have not given up their life of crime in fact they've seemed to s just send their crime spree to the west coast this really upsets mayday and then we get uh the final scene of the issue where we get a man an informant handing a gentleman a picture of a woman named Allison Monogran. And we find out that that person is being handed. The picture is Kane. And, um, Miss Monogran is about to learn that Kane always repays his debts. And that's the end of the issue. And that begins the build for the next five issues. Uh, Kelly, your thoughts. Yeah, my thoughts. I'm just so happy that I can, actually open this up um so i i just want to mention that this isn't the last multiple spider suit cover that we get in this series and i really love it just because i love all the different suits and i love seeing the different ideas 
Um, this issue is a lot of fun. I love Courtney noticing things that others don't. And we start getting that like here and throughout the, throughout the rest of the series. Uh, it's later implied that Courtney might've figured out May's secret sometime along when Wes figures it out and, you know, has just kind of let May keep that secret. And I think while, uh, Court has helped move, she's also grown up a little bit from, when we first see her and kind of becomes less incessant and a lot more resilient with a quiet confidence that I really love. And I think that that does have a play in with the fact that like she gets a guy like Moose um, who really does love her and they are adorable. And I want a series of them solving mysteries. And then of course uh, I also think Felicity needs some serious therapy, but she did save May's butt here. Um, She's psycho, but she really just wants to help out. And what, she's like 13 and somehow a freshman. So, like, it's very clear that she's very smart for her age. Because I think she should be in, like, middle school still. Yeah. Yeah, it just depends on it. It's one of those things. I'm sure it depends on the birthday type of situation. Yeah, well, it's just because she goes, you have, like, two or three years old on me in, in the next issue and that's not entirely like mm. that wouldn't make sense but like so I I mean I just assume maybe she skipped a year or something especially with the fact that she did grow up in France for a good period of time so you know we have no clue how schools work there and what credits equaled what coming back right. um, but you know she's she's a very smart young lady she just is a uh, a little in a little too uh, enthusiastic, I guess. Enthusiastic, but yeah. That word, yeah. Butcher that word. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, just because she's, she really, really wants to help. She wants to be in May's corner, and I think it's because she's looking for some. She's really looking for something to invest her life in. But this is kind of not quite the way that it should go. Uh, we will f- figure that out in later issues, but it's it's fun to see her, like her personality here. Yeah, no, it really is. I agree with that. Uh, Felicity is fun. She is. I'm glad that we finally got the resolution to the uh, to the to the the locker room storyline. I, I find it hilarious. I mean, we talked about it a little bit in the recap, but the fact that everybody's got like spider girl. Why? <laughs> I like, just want to know why. Like, I mean, I do it, but that's me. Like are, the, only, all- the only thing I can think of Kelly is that if you had like a superhero show up at your school, you'd want to do that. But why would you bring that in your like gym bag or like, why would you like, you know what I mean? Like none of it, none of it makes sense. Like, it's like, I would cosplay like in my spare time, whatever, like, but I still only bring that suit out if I need like a photo shoot or something. I mean, I've got my, I've got my onesie in here, um, (laughs) in the car, but that's just cause it was like super hot one day and I took it off and just hasn't gone back into the house yet. So, I mean, I don't know. It's it's very strange and weird. And then also, like, apparently this was all a ploy to, like, meet girls. All right. That's fine. I mean, it's very high school. It's very silly. It's very low stakes at the end of the day. 
But at the same time, had Felicity not caught on to what they were doing, like this could have been bad for me. Yeah. Thankfully, weirdly enough, everybody has a spider suit. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Ooh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, it's a good issue. Like I say, it's a good issue. I I do like this multi-suit cover. I am, I I, I wish Ron was here and let me go back through the comments because I haven't been on there. Hey, Ryan Reed. Um, so, uh, yeah, th- th- I think these are like alternative designs. Although if you're looking at the cover, the bottom left is the design, the original design for spider woman. Yeah. Maddie Franklin. Um, but yeah, no, this is, this is a really fun, a really fun. I, I like the cover. Also, it's kind of weird, but they went to a glossier paper in this particular issue. Um, so if you're reading the like the 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 floppies, you'll notice that. Um, starting to see some advertisements for to just to kind of give you context of when this was being released. Spider-Man one. So yeah, almost 20 years ago. But yeah, uh, this is a this is a fun one. Um really fun issue. I, I liked, I like Courtney and Moose kind of playing uh, the Scooby gang, so to speak, where they're trying to figure out this mystery throughout the issue. Um, I just, like the, I like, I like the fact that Moose was right and Courtney was wrong. And I just, I, I just need, I just need like a mystery series of like Moose figuring it out in 10 minutes and just letting Courtney like have to deduce everything. Exactly. 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 So great issue. Um, the guilt of course of, 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 uh, Mayday's reaction to the fact the spider shop exists, um, where she says, you don't know whether to feel flattered, outraged, or totally exploited was, is, is hilarious. Uh, I, I, I feel it also. Um, just, just because we were also talking about this today on Twitter. um, <laughs> As we find out later, spoilers on a 20-something-year-old comic, um, Mary Jane owns the spider shop. But it's weird that Normie is the one that tells her about it, which to me feels like the trust fund kid is totally a silent partner in this. (laughs) You know what? I never even (laughs) thought about that. Because it's clear he doesn't like keeping secrets from uh, May, and we'll talk about that in the next issue. Because I feel like unless it's some kind of like hero reveal, because you know he has his father's flair of the dramatic, uh, he doesn't normally keep things from her. Like even when he hears something that he should not be telling her, he runs and calls her. So I feel like this is something where like he promised to keep it a secret and be a silent partner, but then like slyly threw that in and maybe it's something that like even peter doesn't know he's the silent partner in. i have no clue it's just very telling that he knows about it Hmm. and like she you know you know what i mean because it doesn't make any sense yeah that doesn't make a a lick of sense so yeah no i I don't have very like i said i don't have very much uh other than that Uh, i am ready for issue 46 if you are I think I am. I do apologize about these like smooth jazz random beats that y'all might overhear, but hopefully (laughs) I can get loud enough that y'all don't hear them. All right. So Spider-Girl 46 cover date is June, 2002 published date is April 3rd, 
2002, Tom and Pat all are, you know, doing their thing. There's John Workman as a letter and Christy in heroic age on color. The issue is called Suddenly the Scarlet Spider. Spider Girl is at the Avengers uh, Tower as Mainframe and Stinger are updating May about a request she asked them to check in on, The Faces. Turns out they robbed a bank in Ohio, resulting in a few broken bones. May is starting to realize she was way too naive for her own good with letting them go, but at least she's starting to admit to herself that she did it out of guilt. Spider-Girl asks to borrow the Quinjet to find them, but Stinger advises their crime spree has put them all over the place. Mainframe gets suspicious and asks Spider-Girl to write up a report about her encounters with the faces, but May brushes it off and decides she's just going to have to go this one alone unless she's willing to share. So as May swings around, she debates on visiting Can uh, Canis for info when she feels like she's being followed. She uses her spider sense to figure it out, leading her to Felicity. Scaring Felicity by jumping in, um, she asks her curtly, what is Felicity trying to prove? Felicity advises that she wants to be partners. This, meanwhile, is also Felicity is in her own uh, scarlet spider cosplay which is a lot of fun but does look a little crazy right she's in is she in the scarlet spider suit at this point or no no not yet not no yet. okay i don't have it in front of me anymore ah because i'm in the car but yeah okay so felicity's jumping around anyway uh may advises she's gonna she's not gonna get blackmailed into having a partner and that felicity going around with no powers is just not safe and it'd be irresponsible if may encouraged this this doesn't deter Felicity. So at the police station, Phil tries to convince Pete that he can't just jump back into being Spider-Man, but Peter isn't listening to any of it, and Phil asks him if he's talked to May about it, which, no, Peter hasn't. But, hold on, oh, but Peter uses this as an excuse, saying that something is bothering May, and maybe, if she can't tell her dad, Spider-Man can help her and figure it out. Keep telling yourself that, Peter. All right. May thinks to herself about how she feels like she's drowning and can't find anyone to turn to as we see Felicity in the library reading His Name Was Spider-Man by Ben Urich. We get an ominous tease of issue 47 where meteors are flying to Earth like they are directed, but it's not May's problem yet. As May is walking home, she hears gunshots. She instinctively goes down an alley to change, but as she comes back into her webs to stop the robbers, the warriors already have it covered. May feels pretty left out and tries to get everyone to talk. The Buzz is the only one willing to set it straight, explaining that they can't trust her after the deal she made with the faces. So she's been ditched when it comes to the warriors. Meanwhile, Kane is on the hunt for Allison Mongrain and finds a clue that leads him to New York City in a bitter reunion that we will talk about in later issues. Lots of setup in this issue. So as, at the website, May is going off on Normie for keeping this from her. And I, I have it all caps. He keeps every everything from everyone, May. Come on. Normie explains that Raptor wanted to talk to her about it in person, but she was still trying to convince the other members to forgive Spider-Girl first. May, angry, is determined to make Canis give up the info that she has on the faces. But before she swings off, Normie has a present, a cell phone that fits in her web shooter so she doesn't have to borrow his anymore. May is really grateful and immediately hugs Normie, apologizing for unloading on him and advising he's the only one she can trust. And things get a little awkward. 
May trails off while looking Normie in the eyes, and immediately they break apart. May advises she has to go, and Normie asks her to be careful, and May reassures him that she'll be fine, which I'm sensing a theme whenever they do this thing now. At the F5 compound, Peter is finally getting his bionic leg, and he's excited. Johnny jokes about wanting to paint it hot pink or puke green, and Peter teases who'd care if it's under a costume. Reed's big brain needs Peter to test it, as figuring out superpowers or spider powers on a bionic prosthetic did prove challenging. Peter walks the wall and gets stuck. Johnny snickers. May heads to Canis Kennels and sees it's closed, so she decides to loop around back. Once she's in the lot, her spider sense goes off and blam, smoke bombs. What? It's, there we go. I, I, my brain, man. All right, it's a scarlet spider with a nine tail whip. Of course it's Felicity. She made herself a scarlet spider suit since she has a thing about her mom and she doesn't want to be anything like Black Cat, especially with names like Kitten or something else. Felicity, being the tech genius she is, created some cool gadgets rather quickly to use with her new suit, but May isn't impressed. She ruins the scarlet, uh, she runs her scarlet screamer noise thing, and May ruins it by webbing it up. May and Felicity bicker over that, and Felicity keeps trying to wear down Spider-Girl to let her join the fight and be partners, but May is so over it. This is not happening. At at the Baxter building, while Johnny is laughing about the bombastic bag man and Peter currently being stuck, Franklin sees something a little weird on the monitor. Wonder what this could be. Meanwhile, in the Canis Kennel Yard, May and Felicity continue to fight and May is getting really tired of the diatribe. Felicity keeps advising she can do this and May tells her that she's only a teenager. Okay, but May, so are you. And sure... Maybe she's only two years older than her, but her situation is different, and she can't be responsible for Felicity's safety. What kind of sicko would enlist the help of a teen sidekick? Obvious Batman dick. Felicity decides she'll just be on her own then, and May impact webs her to the fence. As she continues to try to talk Felicity down, she gets a phone call. Normie is calling to tell her about her dad's Spider-Man idea. Uh Uh-oh. Um, May starts rushing to the Baxter building, angry her dad is acting irresponsibly as Felicity is trying to catch up and just wants to help. But something major is coming and Peter and May can feel it. May senses it's coming from above, but she doesn't see anything until the exact, um, the exact words on there was kadoom. So not kaboom, quadoom. So a huge, yes. So a huge explosion hits Baxter And May uses her spider sense to go into the rubble to find her father. Um, I love how I, oh my God. Uh, We'll talk about my notes after this because I I see what I was doing. All right. So when, um, to find uh, her father, when she does, he, along with the rest of the Fantastic Five are knocked out except for Big Brain. That's, uh, well, it's gory. Uh, but we, we as the audience knows it's okay. May doesn't though. And she comes face to face with the culprit of the destruction. Apox, the Omega Scroll. May knows she's not ready for this fight, but she's not backing down. And that is the end of that issue. So, Zach, what are your thoughts? 
Okay. So, my thoughts on this one. I mean, hello, this cover. Hello. I am, I love this cover. This is one of my favorite covers uh, in the entire history of the series. And yes, I am completely and utterly fanboying bias when it comes to that. I uh, love this issue. I love, I love how we're getting developments over things. Um, <clears throat> I do want to make a note because I, 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 the, I, the letters page mentions in issue 42 that spider girl's fate was up in the air after issue 50. And so they said that in issue 42, I missed that. I apologize from last episode, but here we are four issues later. And every, that's all anybody in the letters page wants to talk about, about the cancellation. So it seems like this was uh, one of those times issue 50, like we talked about and we speculated. Yes. This was one of the times that they, they were going to cancel it. Um, the Spider-Man 2002 ads are everywhere this is definitely during that period of time when when the o2 movie was starting to come out the issue itself love the felicity subplot because felicity kind of sort of reminds me a little bit of like what if ben riley was a younger version in terms of his exuberance like felicity has this passion for wanting to do this Uh you know you can clearly tell that there's there's mommy issues with her with the issues with her mother, as was speculated in the last issue, that they were having they were having issues between the two of them. Um, I love the fact that she's in, you know she comes up with her own gadgets. It's very much reminiscent of what Ben did as this girl at Spider. It is. Um, she's very like I said. She's very smart for her age. Yeah, yeah. And so, like I say, I love that aspect. I love. I okay. The comedic elements of this issue. Peter and Johnny are hilarious. They, they shouldn't be allowed in a room together. Like that's that's the way it feels. Like this is just the best. Like the absolute best that you can like this this is the dynamic that everybody loves with Peter and Johnny. I love it. So it's definitely up there with um one of my favorite elements of the book. They did a great job. Artwork. I, we haven't talked about the artwork yet, but I, and oh, I think it's yeah. kind of unspoken since this is the last Pat Olive Al Williamson issue of this episode. It's fantastic. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely fantastic. The, the colors are great. Everything is great. I don't have any, you know, I've had a few minor complaints about things that weren't related necessarily to the pencils. Um, you know, it was mainly inking or lettering or yeah. something along those lines. I can't say that about these last last three issues it's really really good um the thing is is like everything started to really find its strive like uh, like the entire creative team really started finding its strive and then of course the cancellation situation um so it's i mean i love i love these issues i have nothing to say i mean i never have anything to say about the art the art's always perfect i will defend everything because i think just how many times on Reddit have I had to, well, I know on our discord, I've had to say that there, you know, there will be no disrespect to Pat Olaf in our house. Um, <laughs> yes. He's like, he's like, our, he's like our uncle and we don't disrespect our uncles. Okay. Uh, no. And then, uh, you know, Reddit, like, what was it? I posted, um, I can't remember what issue it is, but it's the, the one Ron drew with the American background with may and i i was just doing a side by side on reddit and like what is it like i think i have about 
25 comments asking why um why sh- like why her waist is like nine inches and <laughs> a couple other things and i'm like i hate having to uh I hate having, yeah i hate having to explain it uh so i, I don't like criticizing the art too much because i like it i i just enjoy it i think that even when it's different art especially with spider girl i don't think we've ever had a bad guest artist situation or anything like that everything has been very top notch in terms of the art and Mm. i love it all um just don't don't disrespect uh don't disrespect Pat. Yeah, or Ron, <laughs> and we're good because uh, that. Don't do it. It's not, All right. not cool. All right. All right. I'm going to, I am going to reference one last thing on this issue. Yeah. This Pop Tarts ad. Oh, no. The Pop Tart, the wild berry Pop Tarts that need to come back. They should have uh, been permanent. Why, oh. why was that design not made permanent? Oh, my God. But I, the I, longtime Crawl Space fans will remember that. Like way back in the day, back when it was just me and Brad and nobody else that was a part of the website today is still around from this era. There was like these games that they had. I think it was for the next movie. And people were like asking for codes. And that's all they did on the message board. Oh, yeah. And so, and so my mind, inst- in fact, Brad still has a box of those Pop-Tarts, just the empty box. And that's the why he kept them was because kept it because, because of that. So <laughs> as soon as I saw the Pop-Tarts in there, I'm like, oh, no, Pop-Tarts. So it take it flashes me <laughs> back to back. OK, you know what? If we are doing a multiverse situation, those Pop-Tarts need to come back. I mean, I can't eat them, obviously, because right. I would die. Uh, but I just want them to come back because they were just pretty to look at. Yeah, they were the best. Maybe you know what? Maybe with the uh, with the new movie at the end of the year, because you know that 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 that's going to start being full throat. That's what I'm saying. If it's going to actually be a Spider Verse movie, we need the Pop Tarts to come back. Agreed. Hello, listen to us. Agreed. Clearly, they're watching us. All right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. All right. So that leads us to uh, <clears throat> the next issue. I'm going to make I'm we're not going to talk about the backup that's in if you're reading the singles we're not talking about Jay Leno and Spider-Man from Ron Yeah, no there's no reason to talk about that that I think too that that was like printed in everything that month as well so we don't need to talk about it this is a Spider-Girl show guys sorry life's no, you're question. Um, okay. we're, we're about to have storms, so she was having to bring the dogs in. Well, so. hey, luckily, I think we're doing really well on time, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, down to 47, and we should, for our audio-visual listeners, we should probably change that Spider-Girl 45 review tag. Sorry, that was my bad. Yep. So let's go ahead and do Spider-Girl 47, and I will do the breakdown while... Zach works on real life stuff. All right. All righty. Spider Girl 47. Published date was July 2002. Shelf date was May 1st, 2002. Ron uh, is Ron and Livesay are filling in for Pat 
and Al this time, and the issue is called Gods and Men. Breakdown, May starts quipping and distracting Apox, judging her, judging herself for it, and I wrote, it's called a trauma response, and yes, it is a defensive mechanism. Apox drags her to the ground by her feet and is ready to kill her when Franklin Richard comes to save the day. Yay! And May muses uh, that she used to dream about this, but reality is way better. May tells Franklin she's sorry about his father. Franklin explains that Reed just uses the robot to communicate and that Miss Fantastic and Ben are out of town with the kids, Disney World probably, and May slips and explains that Peter is her dad. But before Franklin can talk that out, Apox is back and mad. Felicity has managed to climb from sheer teenage spite to the fight and suddenly wishes she hadn't. But since Felicity is as loyal to her word as her father can be, and she meant it when she said she wanted to be partners, she leaps into action, immediately grabbed by Apox and thrown right into the hunky Franklin Richards. May leaps into action, all the while dissing Nova because he is a jerk. May feels that there is something she needs to figure out at the base of Apex's skull. But she jumps on his back, but as or Apox, but Apox knocks her back with another blast. Luckily, she got the power thingy and stuck onto it using the blast to pry it apart from Apox. This causes Apox's powers to flow out of him, causing him to glow like he's overloading. Spider-Girl keep, plays keep away. Felicity and Franklin wake up from their fall to learn that big, learn from Big Brain. The Spider-Girl basically just caused Apox to go into an energy spike, and that can't be good. Franklin jumps in to help Spider-Girl keep the component away from Apox, and Felicity asks what she can do to help. Reed asks her to help with Mr. Parker and Johnny. Johnny asks what hit them, and Big Brain explains that Apox's powers are artificial, and thanks to Spider-Girl, he's about to go into a critical overload. May calls the number on her speed dial to the website, getting Phil. She asks Phil to get with the Avengers for her, but it's apparently a bit of a bad connection, and of course, she's being a little short with words while she's dodging blasts. Phil thinks that this is about them tossing her off the warrior team and asks, why can't the warriors help? May hangs up on him because she almost gets struck by a blast, but that's not what Phil thinks. Felicity helps Johnny and Peter up, and of course, Peter's irked by Felicity being in, in his brother, clone, cousin's costume, and Felicity, <laughs> one not for secrets, immediately tells Peter who she is, who her mom is, and that she's May's new sidekick. All right. It doesn't go over well. Johnny advises, since she's she already knows his secrets, to drop any denials and make like heroes. Johnny and Peter go down into a bunker or slash the rest of the building not destroyed, to find Peter a suit. Peter asks Johnny to not pull a bombastic bag man again, and Johnny denies having the thought. Okay. So, May has been pretty lucky in avoiding Apox so far, but one slight misjudgment caused her to fall into Central Park. Thankfully, Franklin shows up with a car in the nick of time to keep Apox from getting to her. He tells Spider-Girl that the component she took is causing Apox to go nuclear. In Forest Hills, Felicia and her wife slash girlfriend, because I don't think we ever established if they were married or not, Diana, are at the Parker household with Mary Jane having tea or coffee. 
They talk about how Felicity needed to come back and establish a connection with her father and how she disapproves of Diana. Outside, Allison Mongrain stands outside watching, looking for the girl now known as Mae Parker. A very anime-looking Franklin Richards yells at Apox, telling him he's just like the Super Scroll and they'll defeat him just like they did him. Apox knocks him down. Spider-Girl calls Apox's bluff on blowing her up because if he did, he'd blow up the doohickey he needs. Apox gets angry and grabs Spider-Girl's face before getting right in it to yell some more. Johnny blasts him in the back, saving Spider-Girl. The Fantastic Five are here with Peter, and Big Brain asks for the contraption, which May hands over. Peter immediately hugs May and asks, what was she thinking? May asks why he's wearing such a goofy getup, because he does look like Bombastic Bagman Part 2. And to which Peter refuses to answer. Peter spits off rapid questions about tackling Apox alone and the Felicity situation, but May asks to, to cool it till after the fight. Peter, of course, refuses, and while they kick Apox in the face, they can't stop bickering about Felicity and Peter not telling May about the bionic leg, much to Felicity's uh, exasperation. Um, As they distract Apox, a big brain and and Franklin try to return a now depolarized contraption thingy to Apox, but his energy radiations are throwing off Franklin's telekinetic aim. May jumps in, much to Peter's disapproval, but May advises that this is her responsibility and it's about time she's proved that she's worthy of the webs. She gives the power module back to Apox and since it's been reconfigured, his power just dissipates and he collapses. Franklin rushes to May, grateful for her help, and picks her up very romantically. May starts flirting and Franklin starts flirting and they're totally into it, but her dad ruins the moment by asking Franklin to unhand his 15-year-old daughter. 18-year-old Franklin is a bit upset with himself and asks Johnny why he didn't tell him that she was 15. (laughs) Which proves that Johnny totally knew Franklin had a crush, as we all knew, and knowingly let him continue this for, I guess, the humor? Jeez, Johnny. But in Johnny's defense, Franklin is telepathic. and it. But of course, in Franklin's defense, it's not right to look into a lady's mind without consent. So I stand with Franklin. He didn't know. Johnny was rude. So Peter tells May that they are going to have a serious talk um, with her Scarlet friend, too. Oh, boy. Meanwhile, Kane is on a train to find Allison Mongrain, who is in Forest Hills, to fulfill a destiny that began a long time ago. The end for now. I love this issue. All right, Zach, what are your thoughts? Oh, man. Great issue. First of all, Ron, friends. Ron Friends. That's all I need to say. Ron Friends is awesome. Yep. Uh, Great artwork. The fun thing about the helmet. The helmet is actually based off of the design of uh, Ben Grimm's helmet after Secret Wars. Because he got his face really heavily scarred. And so he wore that helmet for a long time. I'm pretty sure that that is his helmet. That's the whole point. Yeah. They found random things. And since, you know... Peter wasn't going to take a bag. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 I, I in fact could make, if I got a, if I got the helmet and I can get an, a, like a painted, like regular foot, like from Shang-Chi, I could probably recreate that entire costume. Um, <laughs> uh, with a Marvel legend. I'll have to, do, I'm gonna have to do some customization. Uh, great issue. Uh, I, I, 
yes, uh, Jay Leno thing was in every issue. So uh, I, I want to confirm that for our audio, for our listeners. Um, great, great issue. I love the whole bit with Franklin and, and May. Um, of course, Kane getting an appearance always boosts it up for me. Um, I love that, like, <laughs> Mayday is way beyond her power level. And yet she just does not care. I mean, she all she also almost entirely single-handedly took down Apox. Yeah. Um, like, that's the thing. <laughs> and so it doesn't matter if that was beyond her power level. She still managed to do it. So WTF, like, her sitting there saying she's not worthy of the webs, which I think this, too, this was also proving to her that even though she made a mistake, she is still worthy of the web. She can still do this. She just was naive and had to learn that lesson. So I think that that's why this issue is really important, but like, I just love it. Also, I do want to mention that like 36 and 30 or 46 and 47 uh, really happened in the span of a couple hours. So she goes from like, almost like almost kissing normie to then almost kissing franklin in what like maybe three four hours tops yes <laughs> yeah i'm just saying like we just you know because uh may uh i don't think may realizes that you know she's got that power over people <laughs> uh <clears throat> yeah so the uh, live say is the anchor. Uh, it's not nearly as noticeable that he's the anchor this time. Um, like it has been with previous issues. Uh, the coloring's a little, got some weird shading stuff here and there. The, the coloring has some anime shading that kind of made things look a little weird. Um, yes. but I mean, I don't hate it. Like, but I don't hate it by any means, but it does look a slight bit different than the other times that, Live say and um, Ron have been on, but I'm not sure why, other than maybe they just really needed to show that this wasn't like the afternoon kind of deal. And so right. things had to be brighter. Yes. So uh, it's a minor complaint. It's not that bad. It's really just, it's a minor thing I wanted to bring up for our audio listeners that might be following along going, oh, the, the coloring is a little different. Um, <clears throat> love the issue. Uh, <laughs> I love that the big brain's just like, no, I can just recreate that that creepy giant head body. Um, I don't know, like I, I know you don't like it, but I, I like that design much better than like the like the Herbie brain design. Yeah, but, but it just it looks like a little gray alien and it bugs me out. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know why he just didn't make it like the normal proportions on the head. The, the rest of it, I don't think would bother anybody. It's but it's like re- no, it's because it's Reed. Reed is trying to freak everybody out. <laughs> it's true. Um, Alice and Monogram, we're definitely going to talk about next issue. Uh, but yes, Monogram, the, the, the Mongrain. I thought it was Mongrain. Uh, I don't know. I've always said Monogram in my in my head canon, so I'm probably butchering that name. Um, uh, but. But yeah, no, I, I, I get that he's trying to, by the way, with Reed, I understand he's trying to accentuate the, the brain part because he's big brain, right? But that's a little too on the nose, Reed, but I'm not surprised because it's Reed Richards. No. Uh, so love love the just the dynamics of this issue and, and like Peter going, who the heck are you, young lady? 
And then he's trying to ground May during this entire fight. He's like, you're grounded, young lady. And she's like, excuse me. Um, great, a great visual visual cue that I wanted to point out. Um, they yeah. kind of they reference this last issue with the Scarlet Spider, uh-huh. uh, but the the scene where Peter and 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 Mayday kind of kick either side of the brain uh-huh. of, of Apox. That is a that is a homage to the uh, first time during Power and Responsibility Spectacular two seventeen. Um, when they fight Carnage, Ben and Ben and Peter fight Carnage for the first time together. They actually do that exact same thing where they kick either side of the, of the opponent. It's something that they've routinely done and homaged throughout the series. But I wanted to point that out for those that may not know. So, um, yeah, that is, uh, that, that's a lot of fun, especially when you've got a Scarlet spider sitting there. Uh, like I say, issue is just really, really exceptionally good. Uh, I, I know this is one of your favorites, Kelly. Tell us why. <laughs> I mean, I've pretty much explained why. I mean, like I said, it's this issue is adorably funny while being very high stakes. Uh, obviously, sadly, this is the last we see of Franklin having a crush on Mayday, but he does still respect the heck out of her. And I mean, I think that that's too, like his his crush on her has always come from like him literally being in awe of, of her crime fighting skills. Like even when she didn't really like was still getting the hang of it. Like he saw, I guess that potential and was just really, really into it. Um, And I think that that's kind of funny, but you know, it is Franklin Richards. So when is he really going to find someone that like feels like his equal that could like live his crazy life? And I guess that that's what he saw in her. Um, But it's it's a little bit sad that now now he knows how young she is and that that's that's not appropriate so he's backing off but they are still friends um i just love the whole like comedic errors in this is just so so funny also the return of basically the bombastic bag man though i am sad that johnny did not get to add his kick me sign again oh well i I, i'd like to hope that there's like some off 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 panel moment headcanon where they Felicity's just sitting there like watching Johnny and Peter argue and Johnny's trying to put the kick me sign on his back. But like, you know, who knows? We will see. Uh maybe someone needs to write that fan fiction. And really that's all I've got on this issue. I just I love it so much. There's not a lot to say other than like it's one of those issues that you really need to read because to me it's this is this is really the moment that like may shows to everyone exactly what she can do because like i said she took she took a pox on she took on an omega scroll all on her like all by herself and of course yeah her friends did help but you know she's the one that got the power modulator away from him. She's the one that trusted her instincts. She's the one that led him on a chase to get the power out and, you know, give everybody enough time to kind of gather their wits after being blown up to come back together. And she's doing this all the while her dad is trying to ground her, even though he is also not quite in the right here getting a bionic leg without telling her to help her without telling her, which is what she's already having issues with, with Felicity, because she doesn't want a partner. 
Right. Right. So, you know, she's got a lot on her plate and she still manages to completely save the day. And I think like when anybody needs to see like just how powerful is Spider-Girl, it's this issue. And it like, it has nothing to do with her like power set as much as it's just her, it's her brain power. It's how she thinks under a crisis. Right. Right. That's so important. Absolutely. Sorry, there's an echo. Yeah, you're fine. I am on literally like because I don't have my headset in the car, so I am using the mic that is on this laptop. So hopefully, I sound okay. I'm so sorry, guys. Again, you sound good. Cool. So, but yeah, so that is pretty much it for today's episode. Yay! Yay! Oh. I mean, not yay as it, yay, like, I, I don't want to hang out with you guys, because I do, but I'm just saying, yay, this is over, because this episode, uh, I will never, ever double book again, hopefully, never double book myself ever again. I have learned my lesson, and I am very sorry, but luckily, this is a short episode. Um, oh, I did not discuss what we're doing next week, so while you, uh, how about... You go over our lovely review that we received, and I will pull up next week's episode. Okay, so uh, while she's doing that, I'm going to talk. We had a review that was left to us on Podcast Addict. So uh, if you guys leave a review on something like Android related, just let us know, um, and I will find it. Uh, I, I used to use podcast addict a lot. So I know guys and gals that use podcast addict as a podcasting catcher. So, uh, Vinkman left us a lovely little uh, review. He gave us five stars. He says, yay, yay, the, short, Vinkman. the short version is the best spider girl podcast on the internet period. The long version. If you're looking to know more about may mayday Parker, AKA spider girl, then do yourself a favor and listen to Kelly McDaniel and Zach Joyner as they take you on a journey through the history of the MC2 universe. The reviews are honest, objective, and a ton of fun. Each episode feels like you're hearing a couple of good friends talking about the characters and stories they love. Highly recommended. Well, thank you. Thank you, Venkman. Thank you for that lovely, lovely review. Uh, I am going to answer a quick question about Frogoat. says, I know that Franklin has the ability or had the ability, but do we ever see him use telepathy in the MC2 after his big battle with Hyperstorm? I think he uses it later on in Spider-Girl. If he does. Uh, he also uses it, I believe, in the next uh, Fantastic Five series. And I also think he uses it at least once in one of the last, the last blank standing. So he does use it. It's just he doesn't use it on pe- like he doesn't seem to use it on anybody around him. If that makes sense, like he doesn't use it for personal gain. He's very respectful about how he uses his uh, telepathy. Right. So there's that. Um, and I, and I agree with that. I, I absolutely agree with that. Also, Vinkman says Ben Grimm's helmet first appeared in F fantastic four. Number three, he started wearing it during the DeFalco Ryan run in the nineties after Wolverine slashed his face. Yeah. I remember during the infinity crusade that, uh, uh, he was wearing that at the time. I, so definitely go read that DeFalco Ryan run. If you've read fantastic five, Go back and read that run on Marvel Unlimited. All those issues are up there. <clears throat> so, uh, but yeah, so talking about our schedule, um, we're going to be recording next Saturday. I'll be in, I will be remote 
for the change instead of Kelly being remote. I'll be remote. Uh, but yeah, that's that is the uh, that's all I've got. We're gonna be recording Saturday. Um, yeah, I have it from I have it for East Eastern Standard Time at four to seven thirty. But obviously, we won't be doing it like that. But that's kind of the time frame. Yeah, we'll figure out what's gonna be best to start the show and let you guys know. Um, yeah. But we are gonna go over issues forty eight through fifty two. And unfortunately, I did not get my um, hype man uh, preview ready. Uh, sorry, it's been it's been a busy day. It's been a long week for me. So obviously, I feel I I'm sorry. Everything's so scatterbrained. But I think we had a good episode, regardless. And we will definitely um, work on that. Do you remember any of these issues off the top of your head? Uh, I know issue 50 is like kind of the conclusion of the Kane story. Uh, it is. This is, uh, uh, that is actually the end. We'll, we'll be wrapping up everything in volume three, complete collection, volume three, and starting the theoretical volume four. Um, so yeah, that is, that is what we'll be doing. Um, I think, let me look right quick. Yeah. Uh, we'll be in the season of the serpent, tri- uh, Ah, uh, yes, Season of the Serpent. Okay, good. My brain, what, my brain in numbers right now. Uh, but yeah, that's the the seize the day issue is fifty two. Um, so we'll be doing we'll be finishing up volume nine and starting volume ten. Yes. So basically, we're gonna go through Season of the Serpent. Um, I think that's why it's a little bit longer. Than well, it's gonna be going up the issues leading to Season of the Serpent. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So it's it's gonna be a lot of fun, guys. And of course, with it being on a Saturday, um, I should be at my parents' house. Uh, so you know, who knows if said nephew will jump on or not? <laughs> we we can yes. ask him some Spider Girl questions. He will tell you he likes Normie, and uh, that will be it. <laughs> All right. So that, of course, with that, I think. Uh... That begins to wrap up our episode. And I want to thank everybody again for watching, everybody for listening. Sorry about the audio technical difficulties that we were having. Um, well, it's not on you. It's on me. So it's my fault. Uh, I think I wrote it in the comments on YouTube a little while ago. This this episode's Parker Luck is all on me, guys. Uh, I'm sorry. But lesson learned. Um, cannot probably cannot do this mobily at least Streamyard does not like uh mobile and so until they get an app should probably avoid that <laughs> yeah it works okay it works fine on like a, a tablet but not definitely not on, on a phone not uh, on and le- it, unless you're doing unless you're in like a really really good wi-fi zone which yeah um so had 5g like this I'm literally on Xfinity internet and it has been like at one bar this whole time. And I feel like it sounded better than my AT&T service at the apartment. <laughs> That's true. If you, had your headset, <laughs> you, if you had your headset on the laptop, you'd probably be better off. I know. <laughs> so uh, I want to once again, thank our, give a special shout out and thanks to our patrons, Vinkman and Scott. If you want to learn more, always go to, uh, you can always <clears throat> go to, Patreon.com slash Spidey Network, the voicemail line. If you want to leave us a voicemail, uh, 818-925-6631. You can always leave us an email 
at makemymayday at gmail.com or network at gmail.com. That's for the entire network. In fact, somebody sent me an email about Clone Saga Chronicles this week, and I was able to fix the problem. So for those that are trying to have been listening to Clone Saga Chronicles for the last, I don't know how long, I transposed two letters on a file, fixed the file name, and then forgot to fix it in WordPress. So that's why that there was only two episodes on the on the stream for Clone Saga Chronicles. So, like uh, she said, we're going to be covering issues uh, forty five through fifty two. Uh, it'll be next Saturday, and uh, I will be I will be in the great state of Nebraska. So uh, that is exciting, and I think we'll have I think we'll either have one or two more recordings through the month of May. And uh, then June will be taking a bit of a hiatus and have some special stuff coming on. If you want to talk some more Spider Girl, you can always go to our Discord page or you can go to r slash Spider Girl. And uh, we just want to thank everybody for watching. Thank you for listening. And we want to let you know our Facebook at Spider Dude Network, Twitter is at Spider Dude Radio and at Make My Mayday. YouTube will eventually be at Spider Dude Network. And then uh, you can find us on Instagram. Uh, is that correct? Uh, can you remove the r slash spider girl so I can see? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> You're on the mobile. Uh, I think I got your Instagram handle wrong. No, it, but... it, was, it wasn't on mobile. It was like, because I'm, I'm on my, I'm on the work laptop. That's what I'm saying. It's, you couldn't see the bottom. Um, so yeah. So for Instagram, it is kmcdaniel28. Um, I do technically have the make mine mayday, but I forgot the password. um but yeah so yes this this looks right all right spider dude at spider dude network on instagram you can also follow kelly on tiktok at make mine mayday as well so thank you guys we'll see you guys next time and we will definitely uh have another great exciting episode thanks again for watching thanks again for listening and we'll see you guys around bye guys